Welcome to Living Beyond the Pain with Kay Rochelle. On the last episode, we talked about endometriosis and how my story began for me in high school. But I do have a question for you, though. At the end of the last episode, I gave you a challenge, and that challenge was to create you an uplifting, inspirational, motivational music playlist. Well, I'm wondering, did you get a chance to create one? Well, if you haven't, why not? Don't do this only because I'm asking you to. Do this for yourselves because I feel like it'll be a great addition to your day. And on today's episode, we are going to be talking about interstitial cystitis as I continue to discuss my journey with both interstitial cystitis and endometriosis. So please stay tuned. As a disclaimer, I have to advise you that I am not a medical professional. I am a woman who is experiencing and living with these conditions and some treatments that I'm going to be sharing with you. So any information that we discuss is for general information and motivational purposes only. If you are experiencing any of these conditions or symptoms, please contact your local healthcare provider so that you can come up with the best plan of care or treatment plan for you. Hello, everyone. I'm so glad that you're back with me to listen to another episode of Living Beyond the Pain. Um, once again, if you're if you're new to my podcast, my name is Kay Rochelle, and I'm going to be talking about on this episode interstitial cystitis. Because on the last episode, I really wanted to stress the importance of women's health because I know that there is power in knowledge. So as we continue to raise awareness, educate ourselves, and trust our instincts about how we're feeling uh, in our bodies, then I know that we can become more empowered to take back control of our lives so that the pain doesn't take control of us and dictate every aspect of our lives. It's one thing to have to make some adjustments, like I can't stand for too long. I can go and do this, but I can't do that. You know, like little small things. I can eat this food or I can't eat that food. Or I know that if I'm having a bad pain, I need to relax and not push myself too hard because the pain will push back in a major way. And I don't want you to get to that point where you feel like you have to give up everything that you want to do because what pain is not going to do, it's not going to stop us from achieving our goals, striving, moving forward. And most of all, it's not going to stop us from living. Today, as I talk about interstitial cystitis, because it is a a part of my life too, a major part of my life, along with the endometriosis. And for those who do not know what interstitial cystitis is, I'm going to explain it. Interstitial cystitis is a chronic bladder condition that causes bladder pressure, bladder pain, and it also causes pelvic pain. It's known as painful bladder syndrome, but throughout this episode, I will be referring to interstitial cystitis as IC. This condition, unfortunately, has no cure, and they don't even know what causes it. They're still trying to figure it out, unfortunately for us. But with the right treatments, medications, and therapies, it'll give you some relief. It has helped me tremendously. Because if you would have seen where I was before 
and where I am now. I thank God for the people that he sent in my life to to help me to get these treatments and this medication and the physical therapy because all of these things help me to learn how to cope and how to deal with having two conditions at the same time. The physical therapy was pivotal because it helped me to learn how to breathe, how to relax my muscles, how to relax my mind. And my physical therapist taught me even stretches and moves, you know, to help me so that I can basically increase my quality of life. And I heard that before, quality of life. What does that mean? Well, that means now I'm doing something. Even though this is this is not easy, it means to me, quality of life means that now I can keep living and keep moving and keep doing and keep going and knowing my limitations and not letting it stop me and, you know, create depression or anything like that. So I'm grateful for these doctors. And that's why I was so pushing forward. If you're feeling anything different in your body that you know that's not right, then getting with the right doctor who believes in you and you believe in that doctor. Because that relationship dynamic has to be on point. And I know I got off topic a little bit, but it's really the same because it's still important. And I just want to, you know, reiterate that a little bit. With interstitial cystitis, or IC, I had to remind myself that time, um, I get a little emotional and, and passionate about this topic because I'm living through this and have been living with it for almost, oh, wow. I've been living with this for over 20 years. So you can kind of guess how old I am. But getting back on topic with IC, IC has different symptoms. In women, it's chronic pelvic pain. And it's usually found, you know, between the vagina, the anus, it can be very painful. Pain in the, you know, when the bladder fills up, you can feel it then. And it causes you to have urinary frequency that you may go to the, to the bathroom up to 60 times a day. And everyone is different. Not everyone's is the same. Because I see can, you know, really when you, you go in and you get it checked out, you don't really know it. It's kind of like, you know, it can be misdiagnosed because it looks like I see, I mean, like um, a UTI and you may not have a UTI when you're tested. So if you're experiencing any of these symptoms, please contact your doctor and let them know so that you can discuss, you know, what you're experiencing because it's tricky. Like I said, it's misdiagnosed and it's more common in women than men. And there's still a lot of women. They say about 90% of women have it. So that's a lot. And it compared to the one point, what is it? 1% of men who have it. So that's, that's a big number that they can get some form or some type of it. So you have to know your triggers too. Okay. Cause your triggers could be caffeine, citrus. It could be carbonated drinks, your sodas, 
It could be sweeteners, the spicy food, your alcohol. I know you like to drink the alcohol, but in my experience, <laughs> okay, alcohol will mess you up. You'd be like, okay, I'm having a good time. And the next day, you in the bed in the fetal position. Like, why did I drink that? Oh, my goodness. Why did I drink that? See, and I'm trying to help you to not have to deal with that. But the one thing with your triggers, too. Okay, what I'm gonna say is with your triggers, you're gonna have to eliminate a lot of stuff. And they have like on WebMD, they have just you could just Google it anywhere, really. So when you're Googling it, you can just type in things that I can and cannot eat with interstitial cystitis and or what things that are helping and things that'll make it worse. And then if there's some of the stuff that you like to eat or drink, eliminate it for a couple days. And then add one at a time back into it and see how your body reacts to it. Because you want to know what's triggering it, what's flaring, what things you can't eat. Because some stuff I can eat, like for instance, I can't eat tomatoes, especially tomato paste. Tomato paste, I can't do it. But if I can still eat something like, what is it that I can eat? <laughs> chocolate. Because they said chocolate. You can't eat chocolate? I'm a woman. I love chocolate. Chocolate is... Chocolate is my thing, but dark chocolate I found is helpful and it doesn't cause me flare up. So I know not to eat tomatoes, but I can eat my chocolate though. So I'm I'm happy about that. That's why I said you don't have to give up everything. So the next thing that you want to do is try to make sure that you're taking care of your mental health. When you get news like this, and especially when you have a condition that's incurable, it can it can lead to some depression. I know it did for me. You can be depressed. You can be, you just want to kind of isolate yourself. You're just kind of dealing with this pain that's new to you. And then not only are you dealing with the pain of it, then the that the knowing that they don't know what to do to cure it. So we want to make sure that we take care of our mental health and we want to talk to someone and in especially talk to your doctor if you're having any any suicidal thoughts or anything like that when you finding out these different things or you having these different conditions especially when I found out that I couldn't have kids or with the endometriosis and then with the IC I just, I didn't know what to do. I just kind of got numb for a little while and not knowing that the numbness led to depression until I met someone who told me, go and talk to somebody. And when you're going through something, you don't want to hear, oh, go talk to somebody. Because when you hear mental health issues, you automatically go to thinking, okay, I'm crazy. But that's not what it is. It just means that if your mind, when your mind is together, Trust me, when your mind is together, you can figure out a way to deal with the pain with your body. This is just all about us getting to that place where we taking back control of, of our bodies and our minds. And so I do you know, want you to check out different sites they have for the interstitial cystitis. They have WebMD. You can go and check it out and just Google it anywhere and get information on it. But if you feel like you're having this and you had a urinary tract infection, it's not, that's really what it feels like. You have a urinary tract infection and you've gone, you've gotten it 
you know, tested like six times and they're saying it, then usually they'll go in and try to figure out if it's something more to it because it is a form of having interstitial cystitis. So I just want to keep you guys, you know, lifted up and encouraged. And because I know that it's hard, but I do know that we can, we can fight this. We really can. Hey, I hope that you're enjoying the episode so far, but don't forget to hit that subscribe button so that you won't miss out on the next episode. Also, feel free to leave me a review, a rating, and share it with someone. And if you're listening in on Anchor.fm, leave me a voice message. I'd love to hear from you. But wait, don't go anywhere because there's still more. I have a correction that I need to make. Earlier, I said 90% of women have IC. Well, that was wrong. So let me make sure that I give you the right information. 90% of people that have IC are women. And you know, the other remaining, of course, are men. It is so important for us to keep each other lifted up. But not only that, you have to also learn how to encourage yourselves when there is no one around to do it for you. It is also a good idea to surround yourselves with positivity because stress is another major trigger that can cause flare-ups and more pain. When we get stressed, we hold everything in and the pain goes straight to our weak areas. And those areas is our bladder, our back, the fibromyalgia pain kicks in, and everybody is different. Everyone carries stress in different ways. That's why staying positive is key. Being positive doesn't mean that you're going to be happy all the time or pain-free. It's about finding that inner peace, knowing and believing that tomorrow will be better than today. I believe that it's a good idea to always do things that are conducive to your health and your well-being. This is where having faith stepped in for me. My faith in God, my faith in myself is what really keeps me going. So in closing, there is a Bible verse that I love and it comes from Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 14 that says, heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me and I shall be saved for thou art my praise. And every time that I read this verse, it increases my faith to believe that my healing is on the way and that one day there will be a cure for I see and will be delivered from it. But in the meantime, I have to ask you, what do you do to relax? What do you do to de-stress? I have a challenge for you this week to find you some me time to take you some me time, at least 20 minutes a day. Just take some time out for yourself and do something that is positive. And then it'll be nice if you want to share it. It'd be great too. But you could do anything from taking a walk, taking a jog, reading a book, getting a massage, getting your nails done, your feet done, do some exercise and some dancing. The list can go on and on of things that you can do. Take the time out for yourself because you need it. 
You deserve it and you need it. A good friend of mine told me that how can you do anything or how can you take care of anybody else if you don't learn to take care of you? And I want to give you that same advice. So take care of you this week and take some time out for yourself. Thank you for listening to Living Beyond the Pain, where we talked about interstitial cystitis, what it is, and my experiences with having this condition. Join me on the next episode for part two of hashtag let's talk about it, interstitial cystitis. So until next time, I'm Kay Rochelle, and I want you to always remember that you are loved, you are not alone, and that it's time for us to come out of the shadows. Be blessed. Bye.